Hello, everybody. This is the interpreter of condolences, and this is the outside view. Today, we bring you a story of tragedy, sadness, of heroic police, and the investigative work they do to make all of our lives a little bit cleaner, a little bit safer. I'm joined here today with my associate. Hello, folks. I am Kaysen once again. It is lovely to be here at Scruffy's Farm, El Fresco. That's right. As well as... And I'm Mr. Smiley. Just sitting down. Oh, oh Mr. Smiley's not doing the serious, serious subtle voice, so I'm going to no. stop. <laughs> He's back to a mister as well. Yeah. Yep. So this, uh, this is a news report. It was sent to us by Nicole, obviously. And, uh, Thanks, Paul. So, started in, in October of 2018, but we're going to start the story just two months later, in okay. December of that's 2018. Where the, that's where the juice is, huh? The meat of it. That's right. Natick, Massachusetts. Mr. Henry Canner, a store owner, called the Natick Police Department for the eighth time since October. He reported a vile act had happened again. He's a frequent caller, frequent customer. Human feces was in his parking lot. They live in a weird part of town or something, maybe? <laughs> just like where people just like to shit his parking lot? I wonder if it's personal. I mean, you gotta imagine what the police, what the police officers are thinking. Like, like, God, this guy keeps fucking calling in and saying that like people are shitting in this parking lot. I think, I think it's him. I think it's him. You know. So. Suspicious. So after the eighth call, I guess the police finally were like, "All right, I guess, uh, I guess we should go investigate this, fellas." Yeah, I so, guess all right. Yeah. <laughs> after Cor- this point, according to the Metro West Daily News, spokeswoman Lieutenant Carla Rossi told the the interviewer that the police began investigating initially believing it might be an animal but then they found toilet paper and other wipes <laughs> dead giveaway yep. as far they, as I know animals don't use wipes I've never <laughs> seen an animal wipe no no yeah. I think that's a dead giveaway for a human well, dogs will, like scoot around and stuff on their ass yeah they said they, they understand the concept but that's only when they need to though I don't they don't do that it's not a habit like humans Oh. The dogs wipe their ass every time. They were just when they have something hanging. This is how the masses. This is this is the beginning of how the Massachusetts serial pooper got taken down. So an officer was patrolling the parking lot on Wednesday when he spotted Grocer waiting for the lot to clear, opening the driver's side door of her Lincoln MKX and defecating out the door. <laughs> That is raw, man. Right out of, a, out of a Lincoln? Like, have some class. <laughs> yeah, this was, uh, oh, sorry. Classy I, enough, my Lincoln. I jumped out, I jumped ahead there. Andrea Grosser, 51 years old, is the one, is the serial pooper. Um, That's so, there. yeah, she rolled her Lincoln up in the parking lot, just took a dump out the door in front of, it, yeah, in front not, of a cop. Not trying to impress anybody. Right away, yeah. Badass move. <laughs> I don't 
care if I impress anyone here. Andrea then was pulled over after driving off and told police that she was on her way to home up the street where she worked as a nanny, but stopped because she has irritable bowel syndrome, according to the arrest report. <laughs> Her employer told police, however, the grocer had access to their restroom. This coupled with the length of time that passed with grocer in the lot led to her arrest. Ooh. Oh, investigation. Can you that imagine the detective right, yeah. in charge of that? He's like, all right, the pooper pooped this time. They were this far away from <laughs> okay, all map <laughs> mapping it out with strings and <laughs> strings and uh see clothespin or push pins all over a wall, bulletin board. <clears throat> so she pooped here at 9.44 p.m. And there's a poop found here at 9.15. How could she have got from here to here? Oh, man. So many mysteries. But you gotta wonder about the employer, too. Of course that's what the employer's gonna say, right? Maybe the employer wasn't letting her use the bathroom. Yeah. I said she could. Mm. I don't know what happened. I mean, this lady's 51-year-old nanny. Yep. <laughs> she's, she's just... Would you let her watch your daughter? Knowing this? Well, yeah, probably not. I mean, how much time is she going to be spending in the bathroom or, you know, yeah, exactly. leaving in, in parking lots, taking Shit, dumps? in parking lots, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leaving the house to go She's probably stealing lots. toilet paper, too. So Yeah, I bet. You know. Knowing her. You know, she at least uses it, yeah. <laughs> Cannon told Metro West, I'm so happy they arrested her. I have no idea who she is. This has been ongoing. She has defecated quite often over here. There's nothing more disgusting coming into your parking lot in the morning and seeing a pile of human excrement. Someone's shitting all over me, man. Serial shitter. Henry Canner is, uh, Henry Canner is very, very, is, is very passionate about this. We appreciate passion here at the Outside View podcast, and that's nice. I like to hear that. Sorry. If you're passionate, if anybody's shitting in your parking lot, feel free to go to birdfights.com. You know, go to our contact us, send us, send us, send us your information. We'll get a detective on it. They've got, we've got strings, we've got pins, we've got maps, uh, we've got all the stuff, all the stuff to make this happen. Clocks, um, all flashlights, all necessary, <laughs> all necessary investigation type stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah we need, we need to get batteries. Though, right? Yeah. We'll get more batteries. You'll have to donate the batteries. If yeah, you'll have to, to donate donate batteries. So, Grocer was released without bail and is due back in court on March 2nd. So, there's a very good chance she's out there shitting again, boys. That serial shitter is still... He's going to be at it again in no time. Still hot. Yep. Still a hot case. Wow, what a devastating story, man. That's just this, this woman is just... Shaking worlds up here, man. Just wrecking this dude's life. Look at this face. Oh, that was a sad oh, face of yeah, someone that would definitely pooping. shit in public. She's yeah. A, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely doing that shit. There's some pain in those eyes. She definitely yeah. shits in public. <laughs> I mean, he he described it as a pile of poop. So like, I'm guessing that it was like solid, which means it wasn't as much of an emergency as she would make it. She would want you to think. That's that's my my professional opinion as a detective. Okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. Thank you, Detective Smiley. Um, and also, Detective Smiley, uh, you were at the scene, correct? Um, yes, I, you... I was one of the, one of the detectives. On the okay, scene. do you feel that she used the proper amount of toilet paper, or do you think that's a concern of ours as well? Um, 
yeah, sometimes there was no toilet paper to be found. Um, yeah, pretty gnarly. That's what I was hoping you wouldn't say. Just discarding the floor of her car was actually covered with a lot of used toilet paper. Which is, oh, that is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. when you saw her open the door, did she was she just like holding onto the steering wheel, hanging her ass out? Did she get fully um, out of the car? It looked um, like she still had even had her seatbelt on. <laughs> she was barely barely hanging out. Like I, th- I think most of it laid it on the edge of the door. So like, and whether... she kind of just pushed it out with her foot. Did you feel like it was like an IBS type of bowel movement, or do you feel like you know it was just? But I've dealt with a lot of IBS cases in my day, and I'm sure you have. That I'm sure you have. didn't look like one of them. So when you, know, you first she, saw this she was, as a rookie, she was really trying to get as the fecal, as the fe- head of the fecal department. I'm yes. sure. Uh, I mean, as a rookie, you might have been puking because it's you know first yeah. time, first time you see something like that. You know, it's gonna it's gonna shock the system. But as an experienced detective like you are, whether uh, I mean you you see this quite often unfortunately don't you yep um at this point at pretty much every parking lot in town i've seen it oh yeah some different per- perpetrators but, you know, oh, I, I can usually tell by the by the excrement who the perpetrator is at this point mm-hmm. kind of, you, you were know, in charge I've, of that i got a good eye for it they had you run in the department for a while weren't you yeah yeah I you were the yeah, detective I, excrement department I, yeah. I retired after you know 15 years on the department and then they, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Call me back out of retirement for this one big case. Oh, I, I, they often do. Like, oh, that's like a movie. That's crazy. Yeah. Eight poos in the same location. Yeah. You know, they say they, they don't. The timing just didn't match it, up, and they needed the a pro. Best. They say they say they 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 never go back to the crime scene. But this lady went back eight times. How many? How big cojones does she got? Oh yeah. You know? That's why they get in there. That's why they had to get the big gun <laughs> detectives in here to solve a crime like that. Because you can't get into the mind of a sicko like that, man. We, we just do. can't do it. You got to call in the big guns. Went through 12 hours straight of interrogation with her. <laughs> so did <laughs> you suggest to Henry Canner that maybe after the first time he should have just put up maybe a camera up in the parking lot? Yeah, I did suggest that. It seemed He seemed, uh, he wasn't into it, you know? Um, he's he's kind of guy, he just wants something to, wants something to complain about, really, so. So has he been calling about anything since? Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of peers. And, <laughs> and, uh, oh, great. We say, I say that's not really my... Expertise. Keep, keep trying to get out, but they just keep dragging you back yeah. in. Do, do you have? Yeah, a, do you guys come out of retirement? Do you have a pee department there at the? Or is it just? Is uh, it the P and excrement but, department? Uh, we we kind of just cut it out due to lack of funding. There's a urination. We're focusing urination on department. strictly excrement. Now. Okay, because urination is really not that big of a deal at the end of the day. So yeah, they don't really have. They don't even file those. Yeah, it's a lot anymore. of just like drunk people outside of bars. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. The excrement people, though, that's the real. That's where the real investigation <laughs> starts. The poop trail. The poop trail. So you deal mostly with homeless homeless folks, right? Um, that's uh, that's your primary. Those are your primary suscpects. So were you were you, you were you, think, sc- you would scouring? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, no. Oh, oh it's it's a lot of Friday, a lot about, of Friday nighters. I'm more out looking for passion poopers. Yeah, <laughs> people that have a pl- perfectly good. They have the home, means, but, but they do it out. They, they do it for they pleasure. Would, they would rather do it in a parking lot. Let's see. Let's see. Those are the real sickos. I mean, the homeless people they they have no choice either, so we can't let it slide. But real crazy ones. The ones that do it for pleasure. Yeah, pooping for pleasure. <laughs> Just pleasure. Public poop for passion, pleasure. Passion pleasure. Passion <laughs> public pooping for pleasure. Yes, sir. Primarily. Primarily passion, public pooping, pleasure, people. Perpetrators. Perpetrators. <laughs> Perpetrators. Perpetrators, as we call them in the business. <laughs> That's clever. Business I like that. As I, have. <laughs> I like that. After 15 years on the force of detective fucking... Shit trail, yeah, shit trail. Like, you don't know the type of shit I've seen. 
You don't want to know the shit I've seen. <laughs> too old for this shit. That's what Danny Glover's on. New life, new old Presbyterian. Elvis Evangelical Revival Hello, folks, and welcome to New Life, New Hope, Presbyterian Baptist Evangelical Revival Center, where we teach you the Word of God as long as you pay the 15% a month upon signing up. They're deducted right out of your paychecks every two weeks. That's right, we're 100% green, going paperless here at New Life, New Hope, Presbyterian Baptist Evangelical Revival Center. We're the finest new mega church on the map, and we'd like to invite you down to join us this Sunday for a sermon. Join us this Sunday on our holy ministry, it's NLNHPBRC. <laughs> well, do you guys know what was uh, going on in Florida? Oh, when, which time? Yeah, I'd love to know. Yeah, um, There's a new Florida man tale or something like that. Yeah, um, this is... Um, Florida this woman. Is, this is the opposite, opposite end of the body. Opposite end of the body. Right. Serial puker. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> Somebody just, just keep keeps vomiting, vomiting everywhere. everywhere. No vase is safe. They eat a lot of corn. Just puking in antique vases all over town. Some sick pervert. <laughs> antique stores all over town. Two so this is, this is more of a Cajun story, but... Police in Gainesville, Florida are investigating after a contractor doing work on a home Monday discovered half a dozen jars containing human tongues inside a crawl space beneath their residence. Human tongues. <laughs> nice, <laughs> dude. Jars full of human tongue. Police were dispatched to a home near Northwest 16th Avenue after receiving a 911 call that human remains, dating back to the 1960s, had been found in the crawl space of a home belonging to the ex-wife of Dr. Ronald A. Bogman. According to the Tampa Bay Times. <laughs> Dr. Ronald stashing body parts. Do- Dr. 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 Rab. Dr. Rab. R-A-B. Ron- Ronald A. Bogman. Oh, that's a cool name. Doc Rob. Nope. Doc Rob. Big big bog, so we called him. Once on the scene, investigators found half a dozen plastic gallon-sized jars containing human tongues. Chief Inspector Jorge Campos told the paper he said the labels on the jars dated back to the late 1960s. Bogman, a world-renowned pathologist and former University of Florida professor, told WCJB that he had obtained the specimens as part of his research and brought them home with the intent of using them for additional work. Had a feeling it was a pathology guy. (laughs) He stored them in a crawl space because it was a cool area. (laughs) Okay, so what, he forgot about it? He's like, oh, I forgot about those. As we've we've learned before, uh, pathologists can't forget about body parts they've stashed. If you're drunk and have them in the back of your car, (laughs) your truck, and you're driving around. that's true. That happened before, man. This is a common thing. You just get so comfortable holding, like, old body parts and stashing them around (laughs) where you get to the point where you're like, where did I leave those jar of tongues? Like, (laughs) ah, whatever. I'm crazy. I got got rid of them. Jars of tongues. I I mean, I got more. I can get... I'll just get some more tongues. I'll get some more tongues. It's a crazy problem to have. Be like, I'm misplacing body parts, like... Jars of body parts like go missing. <laughs> Campos said that the tongues used for research on thyroid and neck conditions were meant to be brought back to the university. Whoops. So who's so the people at the <laughs> hey. university are also like, see, they need one of those guys like that the the other dude had. Well, who was that? Elmo, yeah. They they needed the guy that yeah. just like 
that just like comes down in the middle of the night and and grabs all the body parts. Nobody at the university was like, uh, we're missing six jars of tongues, guys. (laughs) Who was supposed to log in the tongues? (laughs) It says here in the report, the tongues are supposed to be here, guys. Who's in charge of the tongues? seen the jar of tongues. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be funny if it was just one jar. Bogman's One big old jar just packed full of tongues. Bogman's ex-wife now owns the home and forgot the, forgot the jars were beneath the house. I don't know what the policy and laws would have been like 50 years ago or whatever it was, but I can think what they can't count from ni- 2020 to 1960. Yeah, go back they, and look. How far was, that, how's math work? Uh, yeah, like, I think it's, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a big number, 60, but years, uh, let's just say 50. Uh, that's not something that would but I can tell you that today that's not something that would be permitted University of Florida spokesperson Steve Orlando told WCJP oh cool Steve Steve Orlando too thanks Steve Orlando what a great name for a Florida man <laughs> you know, Steve, Steve Orlando goes on and says there are very strict federal and state laws as well as university policies that prohibit that it would be neither appropriate or legal for a faculty member or researcher to bring something like that home Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Steve Orlando. Get off your high fucking horse, dickhead. Orlando. How many tongues you got in your basement, Steve? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's pop up in your floorboards, bud. Oh, my name's Dave Miami. (laughs) What a douche. Campus told the Times that while the call is uncommon, it's not unheard of because of the location of the university. That location being Florida? <laughs> I mean, like, what, what are you, <laughs> That's what are you talking about? Location. Like, well, it is Florida, man. Like, well, I mean, you know, the university's right next to a swamp. It's pretty isolated. Uh, you Florida's know, crazy. So, so you know how it goes. You know how we get a lot of calls kids. about body parts and shit, you know? Police do not sp- suspect any foul play or conducting tests on the specimens. It was not immediately clear how many tongues were found, but campus said that one jar contained... Several. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. There was multiple Ooh, tongues. Yeah, jars. I just keep imagining, like, I just keep imagining, like, a big uh, pickle jar just yeah. stuffed full of yeah, them. Yeah, it well, it said half gallon jars. I was like, that's a big jar for a tongue. But yeah, that makes sense. There's multiple tongues. Just like a jar of pickled eggs. Yeah, it's probably not foul play. If they're not, if they're not separated, unless he was doing it by race, he's like murdering people. He's like, okay, these are the black tongues. These are the Asian tongues. These are the white tongues. You know? Tonight I'm going to lick my body with the Asian tongues. God. I'm gonna put a black tongue inside of me. Big bog man, bro. Dr. Boggs. The white tongue. Dr. Boggy Boggs. Doing the do. That's a little creepy. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's a little spooky. Spooky stuff. (laughs) Weird fella, weird fella indeed. But hey, that's gonna happen in the pathology business, man. You forget about parts here and there. You can't keep track. You got a bunch of body parts you're keeping track of, and you just forget about some tissue samples here and there. Back of your truck, you have a rough day, you start drinking. And then, before you know it, you're getting pulled over and explaining where the heart came from. Yep. It's all too common in the pathology business. You gotta be a troubled guy to even get in that business. You're cutting open bodies most of your life, spending time more time with dead people than live people. Sometimes you find some good specimens you just wanna keep. Yeah, yeah, you get a nice ear or a nice tongue you wanna hold on to. Like, pop that bad boy in a jar and some That's vinegar the- or whatever. That's the most beautiful tongue I've seen in 10 years. I'm taking this one home. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pickle that. It's not every day you come across a perfect tongue like this. Why don't they just put the tongues in like... I mean, he's like a really rich professor. They didn't have like a... 
if he's bringing body parts home and shit, yeah. you think he'd have just like an extra fridge or something. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him in the crawl space under the house. And it's Florida weather too, so you know it got. Yeah, you know it's, it's still got hot there. under there. That's like sixty years of just hot and cool just fucking fermented, fermented tongue. Fermented forty-year-old fermented tongues. Imagine cracking that baby open. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, seriously, that's that. that's 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 awful. Imagine the smell <laughs> of that, boys. Hooey. Apparently, they're still intact though, so I mean. Preserved well. They were well could, stored could, tongues. They saw them and were like, those are tongues. Well no doubt about it. Well harvested, well seasoned, yep. well stored tongues. Like a perfect pickle. <laughs> perfect pickle. Perfectly pickled tongue. <laughs> you, you, you find a jar. You're like, oh, look at this jar of pickles. You open it up. <laughs> like, oh. There's a couple tongues at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> but pickles like, are still good. There's a couple eggs in there. Bottom. There's regular pickles, and then there's garlic, and then. Uh... <laughs> well, that's a good gem. That was a yeah. Something, something for the masses. Yeah, something, for the something to take your mind you know, off yeah. of uh, you know everything else. A little bit of news. If your life's going bad, you can have your tongue cut off and put it in a jar in someone's crawl space. Because uh, coronavirus is obviously affecting everybody differently. Some people just can't stand it and use taking shits in parking lots to get out. And other people, you know, just shelter in place and start digging up their fucking floorboards, apparently. Because, I mean, if it was his ex-wife, she had to probably bid, like, in her 50s or 60s. What's she doing in a crawl space under the house? Yeah, she What's she doing now? Or in her house, just yeah. digging around. <laughs> <laughs> pop up in a couple floorboards. You know what I haven't done in a while? gone down into the crawl space. Fuck, okay. I'm just getting kind of antsy today. It's cooped in on this rainy day. <laughs> I feel like exploring. Tear open some floorboards or something. I don't know. I'm getting antsy. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure something out. I gotta stay busy, you know? She had other jars of tart she was gonna go put down there. She's like, oh shit! <laughs> Forgot about these oh, ones. Man. That's where I would have stashed the tongues. <laughs> outsmart myself sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, thank you. That was a good one. A little bit of fun. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. We are the outside view. Please support us. Anything you. Anything you have at patreon.com slash outside view. Just one dollar a month helps us continue this going. Gotta keep it going for you. Think about us like homeless people that you think, oh, I'm not going to give them money because they're going to spend it on drugs and alcohol. We need your money tonight. I know that you could be right. <laughs> we need your money tonight. Outside view. It's good to know where your money's going. Yeah. Patreon. No questions about it. Your money, your money will gladly divide it up in three ways. We actually cut every dollar that comes to us in three separate pieces. <laughs> yeah, they, they're not stoked. They stopped giving out free tape last summer. So <laughs> they said that I had to bring my own tape. And like, That's yeah. So I don't have until I can get the Yeah.
Yeah, it's complicated, it's complicated situation. This is Youth Pastor Kevin. I'm here to tell you about Ruth. Ruth joined the New Life, New Hope, Presbyterian, Bastic, Evangelical, Revival Center, Upper Ladder Week, Saints of the Real Jesus Christ, Youth and Elderly, Older, and Senior Congregation. And here's a little testimony from her. Hello, my name is Ruth. When I joined the New Life, New Hope, Presbyterian, Baptist, Evangelical, Revival Center, Latter Week Saints of the Real Jesus Christ, Youth and Elderly, Older and Senior Congregation, I didn't realize that I could deposit all of my loads. No matter if I was telling my children how to be better parents, telling random children to get off my lawn, or greeting the earth, I'm sorry, or getting the early bird special at day. Hey guys, this is Pastor Kevin again. That was an awesome testimony by Ruth. Weren't you inspired? I was. Get on down here to the N-L-N-H-P-B-E-R-C-U-L-W-S-O-T-R-J-C-Y-E-O-S-C and join up today. Yeah, chill with Jesus. out patreon.com slash outside view links can be found at birdfights.com slash outside view